0: Back on September 10th, 1988, Billboard launched the Modern Rock Radio Chart, featuring the top 30 songs receiving airplay on alternative radio. On September 10th, 1994, that chart expanded to 40 songs. In 2009, they renamed the chart Alternative. Join me, DJ BK, as we recount all of the classic songs that topped the Alternative chart. Well, I guess not much changes in the world in a single week. The number one movie Under Siege still topped the box office and the song that will never die. End of the Road by Boys to Men was still sitting atop the Billboard Hot 100 for its 9 millionth straight week. But there's just one thing they didn't count on. So, what the hell else was going on October 17th, 1992? Game one of the World Series was taking place in Atlanta, Georgia at Fulton County Stadium. And it was a source of national pride for us up here in Canada as the Toronto Blue Jays became the first non-American-based team to participate in the World Series. First and second with nobody out in the fourth, in a scoreless ballgame, first pitch to Justice. Well hit the center field, Devon White, racing back to the warning track, great catch up against the wall! Quite a confusing sport. You mean nothing is frozen? To wraps, baby. Going to number one for the week of October 17th, 1992, for five consecutive weeks on modern rock, was the legends themselves, R.E.M., with their single, Drive. What if I ride? DRIVE is the lead single from the band's 1992 album Automatic For The People, for those keeping score at home. This will be R.E.M.'s fourth time to top the modern rock chart since the inception of the chart in 1988. R.E.M. would go on to top the chart a total of six times in their career as a band, with 15 top 10 hits and 26 charting songs altogether. Pretty impressive career stats for the boys from Athens. As far as Drive itself, it was a multi-chart success for the band. Aside from topping the modern rock chart, it would go on to the number two position on the mainstream rock chart, number 23 on the US Top 40 chart, and number 28 on the Billboard Hot 100. They are different charts. It would also go number 11 on the UK singles chart and hit the top 10 in Portugal, Norway, New Zealand, Ireland, Greece, and Canada. The chart's success for this song is interesting, as the song itself does not feature a hook or a chorus, as, you know, most pop songs do. It's highly doubtful a song like this could find similar church success on radio these days, with the lack of originality in most corporate music programming. I doubt this song would make it very far in 2021. Thankfully, we live in an age where music radio is not the dominant medium to discover new music anymore. Yes, hot take me right there. Maybe... What is Michael Stipe on about on this little atmospheric, if not somewhat meandering track? We don't really know exactly. There seems to be political undertones to many of the lyrics in the song, lyrics such as smack, crack, bushwhacked, could be alluding to then US President George H.W. Bush, whom Stipe had actually paid for ads against in a college newspaper in 1988 that read, don't get bushwhacked, get out and vote Dukakis. Obviously history has shown those ads weren't entirely effective. smash smash, crack push tie another one to the baby though the title of the song Drive is said to come out of the band's support for the Motor Voter Act which was being debated at the time and was subsequently passed under soon-to-be President Bill Clinton long story short they wanted to make it easier to get registered to vote to encourage more voter participation what if I ride what if Members of the band cite multiple influences when it comes to crafting this song. Stipe has mentioned two particular songs, one from English singer-songwriter David Essex, released in 1973, called Rock On. The other, local Athens, Georgia contemporaries in a band called Pylon with their song Stop It. Both of these songs had influence on Stipe's line, "Hey kids, rock and roll." Hey, hey kids, kids, kids rock, and rock and roll. roll. Nobody, Nobody tells, you tells you where to go, baby. Producer for the song Scott Litt has said the arrangement was in part inspired by Queen. Despite the understated playing R.E.M. was known for, he and the guys wanted each part and each player to still have a distinct personality they felt they found on most Queen records. Drive was the first song Michael Stipe wrote on computer. He had previously wrote all of his lyrics on a typewriter, as he states he doesn't trust his own handwriting. He says he would often write some incredibly poignant lyrics that would be lost as he discard them because of his indecisive cipherable handwriting. crazy. guitarist Peter Buck is said to have used the nickel. As a guitar pick for the mid-song guitar solo, to get what he felt was a sharper sound, he wound up overdubbing the song six times. Now, the band feels duplicating the atmospheric sound of the song from the studio is a bit difficult, so they perform different versions of this song live. They would often play a funk arrangement in live settings. Despite all of the success of the track it has actually been left out of many of the band's best of compilations. In Time, The Best of R.E.M. 1988 to 2003 and Part Lies, Part Heart, Part Truth, Part Garbage 1982 to 2011 both did not include the studio version of the song Drive. The song has ended up on multiple live albums and compilations put out by the band. Maybe I... The music video was directed by Peter Kerr and shot in black and white. Shooting took place at the Sepulveda Dam in Sherman Oaks, California. It's mostly just shots of Stipe crowd surfing as he performs the song. Stipe tells the story of an interesting encounter during downtime with the filming of the video We shot it in Los Angeles with thousands of people as extras. River Phoenix came, hung out in the trailer. We had a great time until Oliver Stone showed up. I think they had both been drinking. They got in a fist fight in my trailer. I think River won. To tell you the truth, I know he did, in fact. Okay, wow. You can get this track in a US eight inch cassette and CD single with the B-side winged mammal theme, which is just a reworking of the Batman theme. In a UK CD single with the b sides world leader pretend. And first we take Manhattan, which is a Leonard Cohen cover. A second UK CD single with the B sides It's a Free World, Baby, Winged Mammal theme, and First We Take Manhattan, as well as a 7 inch cassette single with World Leader Pretend. drive from rem check it out wherever it is that you check out your music and be sure to follow me on twitter at djbk retro and tune in again next time for the next song that went number one on the modern rock chart